back to This Week in Film, a nice tempered open to the show. It's the weekly podcast where we come together and talk about the movies we've seen over the past week. I'm Nick Pronto, joined as always by Ray Radamiki and Matt Vitri. Yeah! Hi! That's Hello. where you guys say hi. Hello! Hi everybody! Uh, Ray, Matt, what's going on? What's, what's, what's happened over the last week? Nothing. It's been a crazy week, wild week. Remember the Cubs won the World Series? Yeah, yeah that, that wasn't this week. It felt like year, 100 years ago. I said that earlier. It didn't get a laugh. That's on the mountain. I tried to I recycle honestly, that joke. I honestly, work. like, I'm a, I'm a sports fan. I, I like baseball. But I could care less about the Cubs winning the World Series. Oh, really? Oh, I was really into uh, this. I don't was, care. I, was, I felt good for them. But at the same time, I wish that they had lost because yeah, it's the, better Cubs story. Are, the Cubs are losers. Right. You know, like, but this is a you know, this is a podcast about movies, not, not sports. This isn't the Sporting Lose podcast. That's my friend yeah. Lou, who's been on the show. He, he friend of the, the show, friend of the show, Lou. He he's going to start a sports cod sports cod past called the the Sporting Lose. He doesn't know it. Oh, everything's a terrible pun, <laughs> as we'll see later in this show. Um, so who wants to go first oh, this boy. week? I um, can go first. Yeah. Uh, yeah, why don't you go first? All right. So, this week, I watched the 2015 classic. <laughs> San Already a classic. <laughs> San Andreas, starring The Rock and... <laughs> I'm unprepared. Other people. Yeah, the other Rock, people. Alexandra Daddario. Alexander Daddario's <laughs> heaving bosom. <laughs> um... I looked her up instead of the San Andreas. Was this a Criterion Collection version? Yeah, I'll get in. I'll get into all that. Carla, remastered, digitally remastered. Carla Gugino, Gugino. Yeah, yeah. I like. It her. Doesn't look. I'm a big fan. Like. Of, I'm a big fan of her. I was not in this movie. She looks. You know what she's in? No. She's the star of a little movie called um, Mighty Max. The Mighty Max. Is she really? Yes. Yeah. Is she the nun? She's yeah. the main character. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Which, I, which I also have never seen. I have never seen it either. <laughs> There's one scene of the movie that I've seen <laughs> many, many times. times. Yeah. Probably more than that. Um, <clears throat> I was directed by Brad Payton. Um, it also stars Colton Haynes and Paul Giamatti, who plays Paul Giamatti, and Ion Gruffold, Gruffold, who you'll know best as the first Mr. Fantastic from like the recent oh, gotcha, series, gotcha, gotcha. like the one from the early 2000s. The Fox, the Fox one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where Captain America plays another or different Marvel Yeah, where character. Captain America is the human torch. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so San Andreas is the story of an earthquake. <laughs> the end. Um, basically, Paul Giamatti is an earthquake scientist or seismologist, and him and his scientist buddy figure out a way to predict earthquakes and just at the right time they predict one is coming to las vegas uh right near hoover dam so they go there to test their theory and while they're there an earthquake happens and the hoover dam explodes which was kind of a cool scene because i was there just last year so it was neat to see all the stuff that i had just seen there's not that much water behind hoover dam as in the movie because of the drought but um, 
Anyway, Hoover Dam explodes, and then we meet The Rock. The Rock, all right. There's so much to talk Rocky about. Rocky Bobby. Wait, you mean Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who I will only refer to as The Rock. Gotcha. All right. Um, Just want to clear that up. But let me go back. There's so much to talk about with this movie. <laughs> There's so much going on. Um, so Paul Giamatti and his buddy, his buddy is in the tunnels of Hoover Dam. He's inside the dam when the earthquake hits, and he's like, oh, I got to get out. And Paul Giamatti starts screaming at people to get off of the dam. So everyone is running and getting out of their cars while the earthquake starts happening. Uh, Paul Giamatti's bu- buddy, that's how he's cast, that's, that's his character's name, Paul Giamatti's buddy, uh, comes out of an elevator, which you're not supposed to take in an earthquake. Yeah. Stay out of the elevators. Comes out of the elevator as the dam is falling apart, dances around potholes and, and you know, like sinkholes, rescues a young girl, and then just as he's about to make it, the ground opened up underneath him and he falls a little bit, but he throws the girl into the arms of Paul Giamatti. Uh, the man, his foot has been impaled by a piece of rebar. Rebar is always like popping up in, in, in always when there's like an earthquake or uh, a, ma- a natural disaster. It's always getting in the way. Yeah. I'll also admit that until yesterday, I thought that rebar was pronounced rebarb. Like rhubarb? <laughs> kind of, yeah. Or like barb, but again. Re. Rebarb. Barb. But, but I was informed that it's called rebar and because and, it's reinforced bar. Anyway. I'm glad we cleared that up. I'm going to keep calling it rebarb. <laughs> and um, so this guy, his foot is impaled, and Paul Giamatti's going to you know go get him. Like, you know, you can survive with a mangled foot. And uh, the, guy, the guy goes, no, stay back. And then there's a pause, and then he looks at the girl who he saved, who's looking back at him, and he says, close your eyes. And then the Hoover Dam explodes. <laughs> <laughs> so he knew that it was going to come? I guess. I don't know. So There's totally enough time for Paul Giamatti to try to save this guy. And uh, anyway, Hoover Dam explodes. Las Vegas is basically washed away, I guess, is the underlying story. Then we go to Las... I guess, is it Los Angeles yeah. or San Francisco? Because The Rock works for, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, as you said, works for California Fire Department or something like that. And he's a helicopter pilot. And Is he like a hotshot? No, he's, he's very determined and very good at his job. Oh, you know what? I missed the whole open of the movie, which, which tells us all about The Rock's character. So the movie starts out with a girl driving and basically she drives off the cliff and the rock's got to save her so there's a news crew in the helicopter with the rock and his his helicopter crew as they get to save the girl they send one of the guys down to secure the vehicle he gets stuck under the car the car gets pushed off because of a rock slide and the rock slide kind of keeps happening and this rescue worker gets stuck under the rock or under under a car so the rock says i'm going down pull up a line for me. So they move the helicopter inside the canyon. The rock jumps out of the helicopter. Who's slides. flying the helicopter? Other guy. Uh-huh. Guy three. Uh, guy one's under the car. Guy two's just hanging out, and guy three's flying it. And the rock is now next to the car. He looks down, sees that his buddy's in trouble, rips the 
door off the car. The like, rock rips the, the door. Ro- the, do- the rock tears the door from the car to save the girl. I mean, he is a pretty big dude. He's huge. He's a massive dude. That will come into play later <laughs> in the movie. He He's strong enough to tear the door off of a car that's closed. The door is closed, and he rips it off the body of the car. They don't make him like they used to. While suspended in air. Like he's hanging there, and he just tears well, the he's door. He's got no leverage. He's just right. making it all his arm. It's all arm. It's all, it's all just will. Anyway... The Rock and his wife are getting a divorce. Is that Carla Cugino? Yeah. Who, in the, her IMDb picture, she looks great. In this movie, she is not great looking. Hmm. She she looks like she's been through some things. Like a divorce? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, so they have a daughter. They have two daughters. One of them is Alexandra Daddario. Alexandra? Alexander and and they had another daughter <laughs> who has died. Uh, she Tragic. drowned. She drowned. Uh, and because she drowned, the Rock and his wife have marriage problems, and it's just not going to work out between them. The Rock can't communicate, and he blames himself for the death because he wasn't able to save his daughter from drowning. You can't tear the doors off a river, Ray. You can't tear the is doors that, off the river. Is that a it should have been? Should have been. <laughs> Um, so anyway, the rocks, the Alexander Daddario is going to college and she looks like she's pushing 30. Uh, I think she, I think she is 30, but she's playing, she's supposed to be like 18 or 19. Anyway, she's going to go to college. The wife is moving in with her new boyfriend who's Mr. Fantastic and they all have to get separated <laughs> because the rock has to go help the, the recovery efforts in Las Vegas. So. Now that we've got everything set up, there's an earthquake. It's the biggest one ever, right? Everything's falling down. Everyone's trapped. Uh, the daughter is trapped inside the 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 new boyfriend's high rise that he owns. The Rock is safe in a helicopter. Uh, the ex wife is at lunch with Mister Fantastic's sister. There's a lot of stuff going on. Oh, also, San Francisco is a city of, what, three million people? Yeah. Right. So they're all there, too. And so the earthquake hits. The Rock goes to save his wife because he she calls him and says, I need help. And he says, in the middle of an earthquake, go to the roof of the building. I'll come get you. And get everyone else to come up, too. There's, like, 300 people in this building like it, there, she's at a restaurant, and there's like 300 people on the floor of this restaurant. There's people on fire. Everyone's just trying to get out of the building, and she starts screaming, "Go to the roof! Go to the roof!" If everyone made it to the roof, the rock would just leave them, and rather than them all trying to get out of the building, he told her to get everyone to the roof of this building. Well, he was probably going to pick them up one, but like, like group by group. Could you imagine? But the building is like falling down. Be in that situation, like everyone that she grabs, like trying to take them to the roof, including the waitress that she was nice to, that was nice to her, falls to her death. Everyone but the wife falls to their death in wow. this scene. What were you saying, Matt? I was. Just, could you imagine being in that situation where there's an earthquake and 
a building is falling around you and someone starts screaming, go to the roof. Yeah, go to the roof. Go to the go 30th to the floor. We're on the first floor. Go to the 30th floor. So anyway, the rock saves the wife, right? Then he gets a phone call from his daughter and she's saying, I'm trapped under a building. She's she's trapped and her legs are pinned. And, and then they lose contact. So the rock says, we got to go get her. We got to go get her. And the wife's like, okay, let's go get her. And he's in his helicopter. That ran out of gas in like 20 minutes in the opening scene. They ran out of gas right away. But, this now, time, but now we're just full gas. This time he's, this one, this helicopter is supposed to be going for repairs. And two, all the gas in the world. Well, three, <laughs> isn't he supposed to be saving like, like, doesn't he work for a place? Like, doesn't he work for the state? Yeah, he shouldn't he be saving other people. He should be like working to save everyone. Now, right now, family comes first, guys. Right now, I'm on board with going to save the daughter because she's trapped and she's hot and and she's really hot. <laughs> and she makes friends with this British dude who then saves her. They all work together and she gets saved. Leave it to the British dude. Right. He uses some British ingenuity and removes <laughs> some kilograms from the car. And they escape the building before it falls down. Anyway, they go to some electronic store and call her dad up. And she's supposed to be a tech wizard because she knows how to use a dial, a touchtone phone. And she calls her dad, The Rock, who's still flying a helicopter to her to say, hey, I'm fine. We, we got out. I'm, I'm okay. We're fine. And The Rock says, I'm still coming for you. I'm coming to get you, baby. Get to high ground. Once again, go up with The Rock, right? So at this point, The Rock is being negligent. There's three million people to save in this city, and he's telling his daughter, who is fine, to keep going. Anyway, the movie continues after that. There's a tidal wave uh, that destroys all of San Francisco, uh, and that's a pretty cool scene. Like the action in the movie is pretty cool, but you could tell everything is green screen and, and CGI. But it looks a lot better than than 2012 did, because uh, that movie was terrible. This movie was also terrible, but at least it has The Rock. But um, he's very charismatic. Yeah, um, he's just he's a movie star. He's he's great. But the the one sexiest man alive now, according to People Magazine. Oh, I thought that was Ryan Reynolds. This year is The Rock. Hey. You can't lose. No. no, no either one. We're Anything. winning. The, the highest uh, paid actor in Hollywood. He too, deserves right? it, though. Or highest grossing actor. Um, So the Alexander Daddario, she starts off the movie wearing like a full sweater and like heavy pants. As the movie goes on, like every 10 minutes, it's almost as if they're like, all right, take off another layer of clothes. So it gets to the point where she's just wearing a tank top and like tight jeans and she's just running around. Now, not to be crude, <laughs> and and Matt, <laughs> but this please this charming young lady, sophisticated, has, has giant boobs. <laughs> like I mean, they're they're just massive, and she's running around in such a way that she looks like she's in pain. The way like they're just flying all sports, over the place sports bra, nothing maybe. nothing because it's just a tank top with like a the string like there's nothing and it just seems like in every every scene that went by they're like more bounce we need more <laughs> bounce and it gets to a point where they put her after the tidal wave comes in to like the 10th floor of a building she's drowning inside the building 
and she's like swimming underwater towards the camera so that you can deliberately just so you can look down her shirt wonderful scene <laughs> and um anyway so the rock finds her in the building she's on the 10th floor and drowning and the rock the rock's watching her drown he can't get to her he can't get to her he's gonna watch another one of his daughters drown no no <laughs> no the rock says no and as she starts remember in casino royale when the his girlfriend, when James Bond's girlfriend, spoiler alert for Casino Royale, <laughs> yeah. when James Bond's girlfriend starts to like inhale the water oh, yeah, to, yeah. to kill herself, she starts doing that, but she's not as good an actress as um, the chick from uh, who who was that? And um, Ava Green. Yes, yes. Uh, she's not as good an actress, so she just like opens her mouth and just starts convulsing. The Rock. Using willpower, because once again, can't use his legs, he's underwater, is now able to tear the door and all the debris away so that he can get to his daughter. And then at this point, the wife crashes a boat through the side of the building, not Jesus. knowing where anyone is. They all live happily ever after. That was 20 minutes. <laughs> I feel like I just watched the whole movie. I mean, and just a little preface here, I've never seen San Andreas. I would recommend... Watching it, but if you don't have to pay attention, that'd be great. I watched this movie. It took me three days to watch it. I, I watched this movie when it came from the first hit, like, video on demand. And I had the same experience. <laughs> I just kept going, what, huh? <laughs> what? Every, every vehicle the rock controls in the movie crashes. <laughs> but he also... At the end of the movie, he looks totally fine. Like, he's not in any way, he doesn't look tired. He doesn't look beat up. He doesn't look like he's really exhausted any energy. But, like, he spends the whole movie holding a steering wheel. I'd say 90% of the movie is him <laughs> holding a steering wheel. Or it's at one point, he's driving a car. And another point, he's flying a plane and he's flying a helicopter. And then he's driving a boat. <laughs> it's, and then he's swimming. It's two hours of the rock driving. Like he, he, at one point he <laughs> he punches a dude, and and then that was great. Like I thought that was great, and then nothing. So that was San Andreas. I can't wait to see it. I'm probably never gonna watch it, but it'll be on. I mean, TBS. I basically just watched it right there. It'll so. be on TBS soon, yeah. and then we'll, I'll end up watching it every time. But a lot of cool special effects, but overall pretty hollow. Great, <laughs> fantastic, all right. Um, awesome. So Matt. Yes. What did you see this week? I saw the, uh, I guess it's just Arrival, not The Arrival. That's something else. Oh, I thought you were going to go with another one. I saw The Arrival, too. Oh, I thought uh, we were going to talk about Charlie Arrival. Sheen. Oh. Oh. Yeah. oh. yeah. And uh, I forget who else was in that movie. Ray Liotta. Did you say Charlie Sheen? Sheen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's in, Charlie Sheen is in. Is in. <laughs> yeah, The Arrival. This is where he wears the glasses yeah. and the guys, goatee, they, right? He's in The Arrival. They the bend their yeah. kneecaps backwards and they start running. <laughs> yeah. 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 That was an all right movie. <laughs> That mo- that's one of those movies that's like the first 30, 40 minutes is good, and then it's just yeah. like stupid. The Arrival 2, not not right. very good. Um, I think I saw But that. no, I also yeah. saw Arrival. Yeah. One word. Yeah. Um, just Arrival. Do you want to talk about the synopsis? Do you want me to? Uh, Go ahead. All right. Take it away. We're trying to spoil it because Nick hasn't seen it yet, and it's one of those movies that you don't really want to spoil. So I'll give the very basic premise that everybody already knows. Um, Maybe I'll, I'll interject sometimes. So the arrival takes place, you assume, in present day. Yeah. Or maybe very near future. 
I, yeah, I mean, everything's, all the cars and everything right, are right, right. Um, modern. So, Amy Adams. So, first of all, the movie's directed by Dennis Villanueva. Villanueva, is that how you say his name? Yeah, I believe so. He's fantastic. Yeah, so he's a fantastic director. He directed The Prisoners. He directed Sicario. Did uh, that Enemy. I just haven't gotten around yeah. to yet. Enemy, yeah. He, everything he's done in the past Oh, he five, did Enemy, too. Yeah, everything I mean, he's done in the past five years has just been great. His uh, He directed, like, two... Foreign films that yeah, were the, one was nominated for an Oscar, yeah, and then the other one's Mailstorm, yeah, and so he's uh he did a short film that's like one of my favorites that's on YouTube. Everyone should check it out. It's called Next Floor. Okay, check it I've out. Never seen that it's, either. It's it's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, so he's a uh, French Canadian. What's up with these dudes that are just walking? Um, I don't know. And this like this movie is ba- uh this movie's based on a short story called People Are Stalking Our Studio. <laughs> This movie's based on a short story called Story of Your Life by a guy named Ted Jiang. And the basic premise of the film is uh, Amy Adams plays a linguist. And she's very world... I don't know if she's world-renowned or... But she's she's well-known amongst... At least in the United States as a world, like a, an award-winning linguist. She's written books. And she's helped the military. She's helped the military before in regards to, I guess, Terrorism? translating, translating yeah. terrorists. And stopping like a Farsi terrorist. Yeah. Um, so she's cunning, too. Right. I, yeah, I guess kind of. Um, <laughs> whatever. She's a cunning linguist. Right. Uh, hilarious. <laughs> I just got that. <laughs> so she's a teacher at a school, at a college. In addition to being a well-renowned author and everything, professor, professor, and uh, sorry. And suddenly one day, while she's in class, she she walks into her classroom and nobody's in the class. And there's like a few few people. She's like, "Where where is everybody?" And the people that are in the class are like, "Oh, we don't know where everybody is." And then everybody's phone starts to ring. And this is a good, I thought it was a very good way they, they portrayed, like, an alien invasion, how it would happen now. Like, or any natural disaster, people's phones go off. And you get, like, text alerts and people are texting you. And that's how it happens. Like, everybody's phone, like, slowly starts to go off in the classroom. And the one girl goes, can we turn the TV on? And she's like, why? And she's like, we need to turn the TV on. They turn the TV on. And all these, like, pods have shown up randomly around the earth, around earth hovering in the air above like in, in like no certain places like there's one in Montana there's one in China there's one in uh, Africa they're just they're everywhere I think 12 total Matt right yes 12 12 total pods um, so Amy Adams kind of looks at it everybody kind of leaves the classroom and she she kind of really is kind of numb to it she doesn't really know what to think of it she's talking to her mom on the phone about it and her mom seems to be very concerned. She's like, I'm watching the same thing you are, mom. Like, I don't know what to tell you, you know, whatever. Um, so she goes home, goes to sleep um, with the news on. Then the next day she is, or actually in the middle of the night, uh, the military arrives. And they're like, are you so-and-so? Um, did you write this book? Did you help the military previously before? She's like, yes, yes, yes. They're like, all right, we need you to translate something for us. So what they do is they show her, um, or they let it, they play a recording for her, and it's just like it's something that's extraterrestrial, like just like sounds. Mm-hmm. And the moment it's a great scene because the moment they play that for her, you could tell that she is not ready 
for something like this. They're like, do you understand what that is? And she's like, yeah, I understand what it is. And like, do you know what they're saying? And she's like, no, they're, it's aliens. Like, this yeah, is like, I don't speak this language. Right. Like, I don't speak this language. You and have this to is, watch, like, she's like so reasons. nervous. She's like, I don't, I don't even know what, to, I don't know what to say. So they want her to come. So work. she's never worked with the military before. No, she has anything. worked with the military. No, she before. has. She's but just, just like it, it, the director really brings the scope of like how like like we we see this in movies all the time. But this act like it's very realistic. Like if this actually happened, like how first of all how nuts the world would go, mm-hmm. not just in the United States but all over the country, and how differently each country each country what you said not in the United States but all over the country all over the world. Sorry. Um, and how differently every country would react. Uh, actually, somebody in the movie want, makes a point at one point saying that, like, this is a nation of, like, thousands of leaders. We don't have a central leader. Or not a nation, a world. world yeah. A planet without one central leader. We have thousands of leaders. And everybody leads differently. So, like, you have that, the scope of, like, the world dealing with it. And then you have the scope of, like, a, like a one person dealing with it. And just how crazy it would be if aliens did show up. Mm-hmm. So, she reluctantly comes on board and decides to, you know, help the military out. The military, obviously, is thinking well, violence, right? Like, they're... I, I feel like the U.S. military is... Along the lines of, like, they just want uh, the main question to be answered. Right. What is your purpose here? Right. They want to know whereas what they like, want. What do you want? Why are like you here? China and Russia and... Sudan. Yeah, Sudan. They're, they're like, right off the bat, like, pointing rockets at it to blow them out of the sky. Right. So, I mean... Everybody acts differently. To the United States, like, really kind of... And, I mean, all of, all of these countries you are kind of led to believe throughout the uh, course of the story that they're all sort of having the exact same experience as uh, Amy Adams and Jeremy Renner. Uh, but Jeremy Renner's like a scientist who helps, who's yeah. also brought on to help Amy Adams. But you don't get to see any of them. And it, right. I kind of... from the American I kind of think it makes sense because you're watching... Like, the, the, like, those countries aren't sharing their information and the United States aren't sharing their information with everybody else. Uh, like they are, but like to a degree, they're all trying to understand why are there are 12 pods here. We're, we're all being right. And they all deal with it in a different way. Yeah. And so the base of, without giving any more away, that's the basic premise of the movie. Cause you really need to, you really need to see it for what it is. Yeah. I mean, there's a gigantic, I mean, if we talk any more about it, we're going to spoil. Right. right exactly. So that's all I want. It's really cool. That's all I want to give away. But the basic, uh, idea of the movie is language is about language and like we said the military the united states military just wants to know where she they want her to translate what they're saying and they want to know what they want and she's like she kind of like stops them and she's like hold on a second like we need to figure out like even if i do decipher what they're saying what they're saying might not mean the same thing to us as it does to them she makes a she tells that cool little story where she says uh like she makes up a story about a yeah, kangaroo. Yeah, she makes up a story. She goes, um, she says settlers uh, settled Australia. The British settlers settled Australia, and they uh, they come ar- across the natives. And the, the Aborigines. One, the yeah. Aborigines. And the one British soldier asks the Aborigines, points to a kangaroo, and goes, what's that? And the Aborigine goes, kangaroo. And that's why we call a kangaroo a kangaroo. And she goes, kangaroo means I don't know in Aborigine. No, I don't understand you. I don't understand you in Aborigine. 
so but, like, but she makes a story up, so like, yeah, you don't yeah. really know if that's true or no, not. Well, that's apparently not a true story, but that's the yeah. example that she makes to be like, if these people are saying hello, hello might mean fuck you. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's it's you. There's you have to start at the ver- the ground up to yeah. them to under- mean war, right? To understand stuff. Yeah, and that's the whole basis of the movie is 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 her trying to understand what these are they here for good? Are they here for bad? And and like there's a really cool like throwaway line in the very beginning, the very like fifth like first like fifteen twenty minutes of the movie, the first time that Jimmy Renner meets Amy Adams, he's reading her like a yeah her, passage like, from a book that she wrote that she wrote, and he's saying like, something like language is the cornerstone of all civilization, and he's like no, it's that's actually wrong, it's science. So you're actually watching like a scientific operation happen throughout the course like throughout the entire story, which is awesome, and. It just makes you like think, like yeah, like these these people are trying to understand while they're here. It just it plays a lot of what's going on in like modern like the modern world right now, where people don't communicate. Yeah, communi- It's it's all about communication, language, and how if somebody did come from a different planet, like there's no telling like how they would write, how they would talk, like mm-hmm. how they would do anything. And it's, it's you you it's so you'd have to start at the very 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 basics. Where, like, like I said, some countries would just be like, "Well, we don't understand what they're saying. Let's blow them up." It's like, what? Hold on a second here. Like, yeah, maybe we've entered our airspace. It's like, right. well, it's not. It's a. It's Earth airspace at this point. Right. Yeah. But there's the a, um, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. There's a um. I don't know who said it. It might have been Neil deGrasse Tyson, but they were they were talking about. Uh, and this isn't related to your movie, but it's the the same line of thought where someone said something along the lines of. It'd be great if we could get a translation machine for like a dog or or a lion, and then we could know what a lion or a dog is saying. Right. And uh, I'm gonna say it was Neil deGrasse Tyson, but it may not have been him. But he says, "Well, that's all well and good. You can know what a lion is saying if you're translating it in, into English for or for whatever language you want. But an animal's compared to us, their frame of reference for everything is different. Right." Uh, like our frame of reference for all our language is basically every past experience of all of humanity. Right. Whereas if a lion, like we think that the way a lion thinks or a dog is the way that we think where if only we could just hear the sentences you're trying to say, whereas where it's not like that for them, they have completely different frames of reference. So like, like when a dog barks, it's not really saying a word. It's just trying to be loud, right? Kind of a thing. So, like, how do you translate that volume, right? And we translate it as anger, as people, as oh, this is a threat. Right. Watch out! This thing can be dangerous to me. I better get away from it. Which is what the dog wants, right? So, like, how do you translate that into words? Kind of a thing. Yeah. Which is what this sounds like. No, this is exactly what this movie gets into. Like a lot deeper stuff than what we're talking about here um especially with when like when you learn a new language how that affects you how that affects the people around you how that affects your life and stuff like that um i highly recommend this movie i think it's one of the best movies of the year um it's very well directed it's very well done it's very well acted it's a thinker there's not a lot of action yeah there's not a lot of action that's fine but it's really yeah it's it's fantastic it's a movie that will have you thinking well beyond it about you know the way we are the way other other races could be it just makes you think like uh, if you ever 
traveled like outside of the United States, uh, you know, you go there with a or uh, for our international listeners, yes. yeah, outside uh, of or international travel or global travelers. It just it just makes you think like oh, you think of like the world before you travel outside the United States as as one thing, like uh, you know, but you don't realize you're seeing like the world in a very generalized specific way that's been delivered to you right and you go to see how other people live and you're like oh my god like this is like you like your eyes are kind of open and then you start like uh, like taking that and trying to like put it into your everyday life like oh like what would it like what these people be doing or it just makes you think differently and this movie kind of really really gets into that where where they're learning the the language of extraterrestrials and they're interpreting their entire like existence like differently yeah it, it definitely it's definitely a very deep movie yes and it makes you question a lot of a lot of different things and then there's I mean, there's a lot of like uh they don't really get into this like you know you watch like a lot of movies where aliens land or the world's ending or something like that which is not what this is going on in this movie but y- you see how the world's reacting like the funniest thing in the movie was how there was like the on TV there was a cult that hadn't killed themselves yeah because like they had prophesied aliens would but land that's that stuff I think that would happen yeah totally that's what happened, happened. Yeah. totally happened. people as soon as they There's saw people that people like, just well, sitting around waiting nope. for that yeah. nope. well it's over yeah that was um you know the movie District Nine yeah yeah I always thought that that until it got real sci-fi uh, or until really the movies like really started to go but the way that they handle the alien arrival right in that movie was spot on for the way it would be for the first week and a half it'd be like wow this is insane and then all of a sudden it would turn into just well i still got to go to work right you know like after two weeks of like that ship just being in the sky things would just kind of go back to normal and then like in district nine they open up the ship and there's like refugee aliens yeah. in there or whatever and then the movie the problems. Turns, and then the movie turns into two, like literally the fly <laughs> yeah, um, but they but they bring those people down to earth, and then they start having the same you know like it's supposed to be an analogy for refugee camps right, right, right. And, and things like that. But all that stuff would happen. You'd still have the same political. Well, why are we taking care of them? Well, why isn't why aren't they paying for it? Yeah, exactly. All that finger pointing and blaming and stuff. Like I thought that that was brilliant the way it was. Like if if an alien just showed like a like a not benevolent and not malicious, but just like a thing just appeared in the sky. For the first week, it'd be the biggest news story ever. Right. But then, well, we still got to eat. Right. It would be the biggest news story ever, but like I see what you're saying, and then like a week later, you, yeah. the reactions of the world leaders and the people, you know, who inhabit Earth would yeah. be like the, the, like, the I mean, biggest if, story. Like If they brought war, it'd be a different thing, but if they're just like, hey, this thing, this bird just flew in, Okay. Well, like how is the, like how the how the world handles this is becomes like an even bigger story than them yeah. actually being here over time. Yeah, I, I got it. But yeah, like like I said, I didn't want, I don't really want to talk. Sure. Yeah. Many more about it because if you haven't seen it, I definitely recommend it. It's uh, well, you I like appreciate, sci-fi. Yeah, I, th- I appreciate I just, you not playing. <laughs> yeah. Spoilers, not spoilers this <laughs> week. Without yeah. you. But that's uh, all, that's all we'll get for now. I just highly recommend it. Go see it. Yeah, I I loved it. It was I thought it was one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. Um. There was not a there, again. There's not a lot of action in this movie, but you're not um you're not craving that. No, I thought yeah. it went by quick. 
Yeah. Well, just from what you guys were saying, I was like on, I was hooked. I was like, all right, we'll keep going. Yeah. Keep telling me about it. So I, I would love to see it. I don't know when I will get a chance. I went to the movies last week, so that's it for the next six months. <laughs> um, Should I talk about? No, nah, that's, we're done. All right. <laughs> you, you, you're good. You did great. Got another movie, but it's um, Do we have a next special week? segment that right. we do? Well, so Matt, yeah. last week we had our Ray's random request mm-hmm. and Matt's meticulous exam at Nation. Yes. Right. No responses this week. Oh, fantastic. Well, I'm sorry. The amount of responses we had was so overwhelming that yeah, we couldn't sift through them. I couldn't decide who we should listen to or not. So we're just not going to read any of them. Um, I'd but just be listening to all of you out there. Uh, last week you said you had a list of a list of presidents. Oh. Ray's question last week was a list of questions. So I have here. Put your phone away. Okay. All right. Okay. I wasn't sure if you were going to be here today, Matt. So I came up with a. I'm always here. I. I came up with a new game we're going to play called Constant Wait, Concentration cuz constant and then your and then your name is Ray yeah. and then Chun. And then Matt, you're also here. Concentration and Matt. So what we're going to do is based on your question last week, Ray, we're going to I'm going to let you guys choose. You can either and this is from Wikipedia. You can tell me Real life actors who played real presidents or actors, real life actors, or actors who played fake presidents, what would you like to do? You choose, Matt. How about uh, real life actors who've played fake presidents? Fake presidents. All right. It's going to be harder. Now, we're inventing this game up as we go. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking you guys will go back and forth until there's a winner. Okay. All right. Yes. Okay. Who wants to go first? I'll go. So first. you just name the actor. Do you have to name? Well, you got to name the actor and then the movie that it was. Okay. In. You don't have to name the okay. the president or whatever. So, all right. Okay. Go ahead, Matt. Harrison Ford, Air Force One. Okay. Uh, Bill Pullman, Independence Day. The best one of all time. <laughs> you, I've decided that that was the best. Jeff Bridges, The Contender. Ooh, good one. Uh, Morgan Freeman, Deep Impact. Another excellent <laughs> portrayal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this might be over, over before we even know it. Uh, psst, let me think here. Do I do I have to know the actor's name, or can I just name the movie and no, the, the, the actor's president? Name. Oh, we're making this is like. I'll tell you what. I wasn't prepared. You name for this. a movie, maybe I can come up with who the the actor was for the president because yeah. this list is so long that yeah, there's so many of them. I, I don't even know why I have it out. Uh, the female president. I will also part two. <laughs> Jack Nicholson in Mars Attacks. Oh, that's a good one. I am now going to play. Okay, good. He just looked at a list. I didn't really <laughs> well, look at anything. He didn't offer anything up, so he's going to... Oh, great. All right. Uh, I saw this from the list. Stephen Colbert in Monsters vs. Aliens. Oh. oh. Nice. So he's a president. Okay. You got one, Matt? Uh, the Doctor from Halloween, but in <laughs> Escape Donald, from New York. Donald Pleasance. Yes, yeah, Escape from New York. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Aaron Eckhart in... Uh, is it White? Ha- is it White House Down? Yeah. Or Olympus Has Fallen? I get this movie confused. 
Olympus is, is the one with Olympus Jamie Foxx. J- Jamie Foxx is White House down. I'll, I'll take that point. Okay, so Olympus has fallen. Is so I lose. Now nah, you're still alive. Okay. More Jamie Foxx and I just said that. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Jamie Foxx in London has fallen. <laughs> no, it's not right. No, okay. No, White House down. Um, let me think. Oh, Terry Crews and Idiocracy. Ooh, Ooh that's a good that's one. A very good one. Yeah, really President good. President Camacho. Um, are you still alive, Matt? Are you? I just whacked my head. Are you out? Uh, I mean, um, I'm gonna go out right now. Martin Sheen. <laughs> or no, wait, is it Martin Sheen? No, Michael Douglas in The American President. Oh, I have one. Good one. What do you got? I have uh, Kevin Klein in Dave. Oh, oh. That's good. Um, Daniel Day-Lewis in Lincoln. That's a real-life real president. president. It's not a fictional president. Yeah. That, was, that was the other part of the game. That, yeah. was, that was the other part of the oh. game. Scram. Oh. All right. Well, I'm out then. That was based on real events. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure Abraham Lincoln was a real person and a Allegedly. real president. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. You're up. Oh. I'm up? Yeah, you're up. No, you, you just went. Or I just you? went. Oh. Um, I think. I'm all out here. Let me see. You guys are terrible at your fictional American history. I, I, didn't, I would have studied harder. I didn't know that we were playing this game. I really want to say... Um, President David Palmer from 24, but that's a TV show. Yeah. TV show, yeah. Um, oh, Samuel L. Jackson in, uh, what's that movie called? The Big Game? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. It's 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 newer. My friend Nate would know what I was talking about. Oh, you he, have friends? Yeah, I do have friends, and he's well, probably cursing at like? the podcast. <laughs> it's All right. like The Great Game or The Big Game or something like that. I got a different game now. Oh, okay. great. It's basically the same one. How long is this thing at this point? Maybe we'll just delete the other game. Oh, All right. We'll play both of them. All right. This game, we're going to start with George Washington. You got to think of an actor who played George Washington. Okay. And then we're going to go through the presidents. We'll look it up to see who's next. <laughs> All right. So in movies? Play, yeah. Who played George Washington in a movie? Can you at least like name the movie so we can name the actor? Um, I literally have no sure. idea who played George Washington in a movie. Oh, I know who played him in a movie. He was in a... Uh... Shit. What's the movie called? Maybe I can help you out. No, I, actually, I'm not thinking the right thing. It's a different movie. It's a different. It's a TV show. I'm thinking of John Adams' TV show. Uh, That's that the first thing that popped my mind. Oh. Yeah. This game is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Difficult game. Jeff Bridges played George Washington in the, or Jeff Daniels played George Washington in The Crossing. That sounds terrible. Just hearing Jeff Daniels as George Washington just Like Jeff Daniels is okay when he's being Jeff Daniels, I'm but George Jeff Washington. Daniels playing someone else would be just awful. Burgess Meredith was James Madison. All right. Penguin? So, that brings us to the plug <laughs> segment. Ray, do you have a Ray's random <laughs> request for this week? Uh, sure. If people are going to answer the question, I'm not going to ask it if nobody's going to answer it. I can't. I can't say that they will or they won't. Maybe they just really wanted to hear the new game, Concentration. Or do you have a category? 
for concentration. Yeah, we could do a category. You want to play for next week? Yeah, we'll play for next week. Um, and I'll try to come up with like a decent game. Category for concentration. Um, or concentration. Concent- concentration. And Matt. Um, and Matt. It's hard to think of. Off the top of my head here. And do you have a question, Matt? I have a question. What's your question for this coming week? My question this week is, what is your, or sorry, who is your favorite character? No, scratch, forget that. What is your favorite, what is your favorite movie? This has been a great episode. What is your favorite movie about, about the making of a movie? Oh, Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. See, brought it back. Savior. I'm thinking of, uh. What's that Willem Dafoe one about the vampire? No, uh, it's about Nosferatu. But what's that called? Yeah, I own the movie. That was good. He was great in that. Yeah, he played himself. Yes, he played <laughs> creepy Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. I, I don't. I can't think of anything for the, the next week. We'll, we'll we'll come up with we'll, we'll, we'll come up with we'll a super fun game. And um, for Ray's random request, how about? What did you think of concentration? <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it. I think it's. I think it's a good. I think there's something in there. Yeah, there's something it's in there. It was just the surface. today. You just you sprung it on us, and it was hard to. Do. But I guess yeah. that's that's the point. Well, maybe maybe we'll come up with something during the week. And we'll, yeah. Whoa, 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 We'll work on it. Whoa, whoa, my God. All right. Check us out on the podcast radio network. If you're listening right now, it must be after 1030 and Let's Talk Flicks ended not too long ago. You can check us out at thisweekinfilmpodcast.com and find a link to all of our things. If there's a podcast app that we're not on and you use it, let us know because we'll get on there. Uh, Ray, anything? No, I got nothing to plug. Matt? Uh, Just at Matt Vitri on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Nice. Um, a lot of plugs back here. Yeah, oh, sorry. All of, a sudden, all of a sudden, he's got plugs. Yeah. All right, get those followers up. Yeah. Well, and, and uh, madfeature.com if you. Oh, someone calling. Okay. Yeah. We'll put a link to that on this week in filmpodcast.com. <laughs> and um, Charlie's book, uh, Boy Zero, uh, should be available in regular stores now comic book stores yeah comic book stores and and brick and mortar stores so go try and check it out if they don't have it demand it Um, otherwise if that's the end of the reel we'll see you next week in film see ya bye